The Gophers 2024 class has a second decommit and what we learned from the Gophers Media Day. Okay, you are no locked on happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. What's up, Gophers fans? This is Kane Robb, and you're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to finish up this week. We're going to get back to next week, getting closer to the five days a week. But then the week after, we're just two weeks away from going back to Monday through Friday, your show every day. So be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube. Follow wherever you get the podcast at Lockdown Golden Gophers. And we are going to be diving in on depth charts. We're going to dive in on every single opponent we have on this upcoming schedule all before we even hit the games. Everything you need to know is going to be here and more at Lockdown Golden Gophers, so don't miss out. Be sure to hit subscribe, hit the notifications button on YouTube so you know every time a video drops. But today we're talking about a second decommitment for the Gophers 2024 class. What we learned at the Gophers Media Day, which was this week, and then finally PJ Fleck was named to the Dodd Ward watch list. But why that is a perfect thing, and it represents what he's done here for Minnesota, all that and more today. Let's kick it off. And it kicks off with some bad news for the Gophers front. We're talking a decommitment in the 2024 class, the second one so far now. A lot of folks might have forgot about the first one already because it was so long ago and he was on the team for or on the commitment for so few of time. And that was Aaron Philo, quarterback from Georgia. He is now committed to Georgia Tech, staying home. Makes sense. And we ended up getting a quarterback that is now ranked higher than what he was in the first place. So I think a lot of Gophers fans have kind of forgot about that one and tuned it out. But it's time to say bye-bye to Kasai, uh, the edge rusher from Florida, officially decommitted from Minnesota. Super unfortunate in my eyes. You know, it's an unfortunate loss since I believe he was kind of the third or fourth highest ranked commit for the Gophers in their class currently. And also in my eyes, he really made up for the non-commitment of Wyatt Gilmore. He had the upside. He had more prototypical size to be an elite edge rusher. He had it all going for him. So this one kind of hits as a gut punch to the Gophers fans. Six foot seven edge rusher, 230 pounds. Six foot seven, 230 pounds as a high schooler is insane because you know he's still growing into his frame and his body. So a big loss for the Gophers on the prototypical edge rusher type. I think he could have made a lot of noise with Coach Debo. That being said, he was an extremely talented kid. We saw he had an offer from Michigan, from Nebraska, from Miami, and he chose the Gophers, which shows a lot for how the recruiting has been going for the Gophers, especially on the defensive line side of things. The fact that they're even in that conversation in general. But for me, what impressed me most about Adam Kasai is that he had speed with his size, six foot seven, 230 pounds, super fast. And you pair that with the size, it wasn't just on the film. Like you watch the film and you're like, whoa, this dude is actually moving out there. But you look at the stat lines, you look at the box scores as well. And he came out with double digit tackles for loss and eight and a half sacks as a junior. That's a ton of upside, and the Gophers had a nice commit there. He ended up, he hasn't officially committed anywhere else, but you can kind of read between the lines here. Um, I, It was a loss for the Gophers, for sure, 
But you know what? A coach came out that knew, has known him throughout his time developing down there in Florida and whatnot, and he was praising Adam for making his dreams come true. Now, what were those dreams? Apparently, since he was young, he has always wanted to play for Clemson. That was his dream school was Clemson. Well, Clemson came calling this week and officially offered Adam. And you know what? Right after that, he ended up decommitting from the Gophers. So you can kind of, like I said, read between those lines and see that he is most likely going to be headed to Clemson. Like I said, best of luck to him. I truly hope it works out for him. As long as he's not heading to the Badgers or the Hawkeyes, you know, I can show love where love is due. But even if it doesn't work out, if he doesn't play into an NFL type talent, if he if it, if the hype was greater than what ends up being the production, at least he will be where his heart truly wants to be in the school that he has always wanted to go to. You know, so that I'll give it to him. He won that regardless of what happens on the playing field, he ended up where he wanted to be since he was young. You can't take that away from anybody. So I, you know what? I have no gripe against it. It's unfortunate. There's a lot of talent there and I hope he still has a successful career with Clemson. That being said, I think the Gophers are still in good shape with this 2024 class. When it comes to the defensive line, we still have quite a number of commits still on this 2024 class. In fact, we had a ton of guys, even with Kisai, we had six commits. Now we've got five. That's still a whole D-line and then an extra player when it comes to how the Gophers play this thing out. So this class is stacked at defensive line talent. You still got Riley Sunrum, Sam Macy, Jalen Hicks, G-Day Abasiri, and Mosain. Now all of them have a lot of upside. All of them are athletic. All of them have some room to grow still. They're coming from Minnesota, North Dakota, and New York. And you know what? I look at the landscape. I look at everything that's happening with this Gophers class still. And in the words of Kendrick Lamar, we're going to be all right. So I wouldn't trip too much about this one. It's a loss, but we're going to move forward regardless. You, It's like what Mike Tomlin always says with the Steelers. You want volunteers, not hostages. So it's always for the better that you have guys that want to be here and put their hearts on the line and get out there and be a part of this this culture, this row the boat mantra. So regardless of the decommitment, I think we're all right here, but the Gophers will have to continue to battle through this uh, ending of summer, late August as well, trying to hold on to the commitments that they have because I don't think they're as active on any other big names with the rest of this recruitment cycle. So you really got to hone in on keeping the guys here that are committed. Now, I don't think there are any worries right now about other guys being poached, but you never know if, if that dream school comes calling that they didn't have, it could be rough, tough sledding. So hopefully the Gophers can figure this thing out. They'll keep everybody else on board and we will be running into 2024 with an absolutely high ceiling class. But regardless, it is what it is. Now, next, I want to talk about the media day that we had with the Gophers this week. They had an internal media day. I was on site and you know what? We got to speak with a number of the players there, gained some cool insights. We've got a couple clips I want to throw into the show for you today to hear directly from the players. And we're talking about all of that coming up next. First, I want to talk to you about our friends, new friends over at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making every, make sure every player is the perfect fit and it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. If you have a player that goes down with an injury, you know, a burst tire of the sorts, that can throw off your game. And in college football, you can't just go out and sign somebody new. 
but when it comes to your car, you can go out there and get the right part and make sure it fits before you even order it. So next time you need parts, head on over to eBay Motors. They have the guaranteed fit over there at eBay Motors, so you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add it to my garage and you can look for the green check mark to know that that part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop eBay Motors, they wanna make sure you're confident. So with hundred and over 122 million parts to choose from, that's like 10 times more than the transfer portal we got. So you know you're covered right with all the options of parts. You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices over at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items of only exclusions apply. Now let's get back to this Gophers talk. We are talking about the Gophers Media Day. Be sure to tune in, hit subscribe, and follow wherever you get your podcast. because later this week we're going to talk about some what-ifs. I'm going to throw a, sh- a weekend show up this weekend. We're going to talk about some what-ifs for this Gophers football team. And then next week, we're going to talk hockey. I know we were going to do it this week, but Laux and I's schedules just haven't lined up, but we're going to be recording this weekend, and I'll make sure we get that hockey talk in next week. So if you're still waiting for that Minnesota sport of hockey, don't worry. It's coming. Hit follow so you know when the video drops. Now, like I said, we're talking about the Gophers Media Day. Now, I think there are a lot of nuggets to be gleamed from that day on both sides of the ball. One thing that I do love amongst all of the noise is that the Gophers were continue or Gophers players were continued to at people continually asking them, you know, how do you feel always being like considered the third tier, fourth tier choice behind an Ohio State, a Michigan, sometimes a Wisconsin and an Iowa? How does that feel? Does that irk you and everything like that? And they always they all had the same response, as you all will know, that everything stays internal. They don't look at the outside noise. They just keep the messaging inside, and they play their games one by one. The classic responses, you know, Coach Fleck and the, the coaching staff there, they've got them coached up. They've got them kind of on the same page when it comes to talking about these things. But what Tyler Newbin said still encouraged fire and flair and hope with a difficult schedule as opposed to kind of just the short and easy – Like, we just worry about our stuff. Now, Tyler Newbin gave us a little bit more perspective. He gave us a little bit more fire with his response because he talked about one thing that he loves is that they're not afraid of a challenge. And he talked about this being an opportunistic schedule for them. Not a difficult schedule, not a scared schedule, not a hard schedule, an opportunistic schedule. I want you to hear what he means by that and why he said it. And we're going to give it right to him. Here's Tyler talking about that right now. Yeah, because, you know, everybody wants us to be scared of this, this schedule that we got. Uh, everybody wants us, you know, back down to the teams that we're, we're going to be playing against. And that's not how we see it. Like I said, we got a lot of competitive hard work and dudes on this team. And we see that schedule as an opportunity to, you know, really do something special here at the University of Minnesota. So uh, I think that having that mindset and, you know, going into that challenge, like, with that mindset, uh, it's going to be able to be successful. 
So like I said, I absolutely love this answer because you get the chance to show people they're wrong. You get the chance to prove to yourself, look, we should be in those conversations. And it's without saying, you know what, we're paying attention to this conversation. It's rather we have the confidence in ourselves and we see ourselves as getting to play some upper tier schools and we think we can hang with them. We think we can go toe to toe with them. We think we can walk out with a dub and you guys can be shocked, but we won't be shocked. We are ready. So I am absolutely loving that response from Tyler Newbin. And that's great to see because Tyler Newbin's name came up a lot throughout the media day from a lot of the defensive players about being that face of the defense, that guy, that Mariano Marin was the, the voice of the defense, the energy of the defense. And Tyler Newbin has come in and stepped right into that role, has these guys fired up, has these guys learning, has these guys knowing the culture, knowing the swagger, knowing the approach that this defense wants to take. And knowing the standard, two years back-to-back now as a top 10, top 15 defense in the entire country, and knowing they want to push for better, they want to push for more, they want to show these schools, we're Minnesota football. This is the defense we bring each and every year. I don't care about your Heisman candidate. I don't care about your college football playoff-bound team. I care about taking you down on this gridiron today. And that is the attitude, the energy, the swagger that Tyler Newbin brings to this room. I'm absolutely in love with it. On top of that, we heard from Justin Wally. We heard from Tyler Newbin that Darius Green, safety who will likely be paired with Tyler Newbin in the back uh, backfield in that secondary, has been really pushing himself, pushing the room, pushing the the knowledge that he wants to bring to the field, understanding every bits, every nook, every cranny. Darius Green is out there pushing himself and wants to be the perfect fill-in for Jordan Howden, who is left to the NFL. Now, uh, Justin Wally even brought up how Darius Green, you know, he'll check Tyler Newbin. He'll say, look, why'd we do this? Or, you know, he'll call him out when he needs to be called out as well of maintaining the standard and pushing themselves to be even better. And you love to see that from a redshirt sophomore who is ready to be vocal, ready to do what he can to contribute for this team. The safety pairing has me excited. Justin Wally, I'm telling you, this guy is going to have the opportunity to thrive against some of these top-notch offenses and really get his name on the map for a lot of scouts out there when he's going up against a Marvin Harrison Jr., when he's going up against whoever's playing wide out for Drake May, probably a, a, a Quintez, uh, I can't remember his name. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna try on that one. But North Carolina is gonna have some some weapons. Uh, we already know Ohio State has a ton of weapons, and then Michigan, we're gonna see some guys. Uh, Wisconsin's got C.J. Williams and a couple other receivers in there. He's gonna face some top notch receivers that probably will be NFL bound, and he can show his name that he's the next Gopher DB, Gophers cornerback to be in that scouting list. So overall, I love the progression that I'm seeing. Uh, Wally also brought up how uh, Bride and Jones, the transfers who have come in, have both been really pushing themselves, uh, kind of flowing right into the culture, right into the brotherhood and everything like that. So I'm excited about the secondary. Again, I you guys know that Zaquan Bryan's my guy. I think he's going to be putting his name in the conversation to try and push for some time as well. There's a lot of depth in that room now that they've added more freshmen, more transfers. So I think the secondary is going to be all right. I think Joe Rossi is going to get them good. I think Swag Daddy is going to get them good. So overall, I'm excited about this defense. You flip it over to the offense, we're still talking confidence. You're talking Chris Ottman-Bell. And I'm going to play two clips from Chris Ottman-Bell back-to-back, but he's talking about the excitement that he has for the receivers in the room and the skill sets that they bring. And that's that's what it is. You can see on his face, you kind of see the smirk, you see the grin of the talent 
that is in this room. And on top of that, he had high praise for Daniel Jackson. I'm playing both of those right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited to see these guys play. From Corey to Elijah, um, even the younger guys, when they get their chances, Kendrick Lenar, he's going to be an amazing receiver. Um, TJ as well. All these guys, man. I'm, I'm excited to see these guys play for sure. But Corey and Elijah, they, they're going to surprise a lot of guys, man. I mean, I've, I've seen it throughout the spring and summer. I'm excited. And this, this receiver room is, we have so much depth with whether it's speed, uh, jump ball skills, uh, route running. It's just so much. It's so much of it. So, like, you, you can trade out whoever you want. You, you, they're going to get the same effort. So um, I'm excited to see these guys ball, man. They're going to show open fans a lot this year. Daniel Jackson is an NFL receiver whenever his time comes. Uh, same for Lemecki. Lemecki's probably the strongest receiver I've seen since like Ron Moore or something. He's squatting like 500, 600. So um, those guys and their, their development as leaders and as players stepping up and doing their thing is awesome to see, man. It's literally this union is probably the best union we've had in a while. In your, in your leadership of that. Look, you can see that excitement straight on Chris Ottman Bell's face. I hope you're excited. This depth is there. This talent is there. And it is there to make our new quarterback, Ethan Kalik Manis, a happy man when it comes to the quarterback position. But on top of that, Ethan was asked about his confidence. He was asked about, like, did that help being in the Penn State game or the other games, just getting that time, and how did it help build his confidence? And his answer is exactly what I expected. Having talked to his dad, I caught up or I checked in with Ethan after the or kind of after during the media days as well. Hopefully we'll get him here on the podcast in no time. But what he said is, I have a lot of confidence. I have confidence in myself and confidence in my game. That hasn't changed. Like, it's not that he went out there and he got this experience. And he's like, oh yeah, I can do it. No, he know, he knew before he got on that field that he can do it. In fact, I'm going to let him talk for it on himself. Here's Ethan Kalik Manis talking about his confidence. Uh, I mean, my confidence has always been there, uh, no matter what uh, has happened or what the situation's been like. But um, I think my teammates also helped me with that. Um, even when I wasn't in or I wasn't playing, I always acted like I was the guy. So I always, I kind of practiced, I guess, that sort of confidence in myself. So you can say... I'm excited to say the least. I think there's a lot of swagger, a lot of confidence, a chip on the shoulder for this Gophers team. And a lot of the messaging that we heard from that Gophers internal media day was that they are the hardest working bunch that Newbin has been around, that Cody Lindenberg has been around. Uh, I asked Derek LeCaptain, like, what, what defines this defense? I said, last year we heard a lot about the speed of the defense. What is this year's word for this defense when you're out there with these guys? And he said, hardworking. People have been putting in grit, grind. The weight rooms are packed when they're in their off season, when they're in their winter season. When it was optional, the weight rooms were packed with young guys, veterans. Everyone was in there trying to get the work in. That should have you confidence because this Gophers team, they're told about this difficult schedule and they're told about you're playing these top teams. And they're like, no, we have the opportunity to play these teams and we look forward to it. We look forward to being able to show who we are and we're working hard and we're working behind the scenes. And that is what you want to see from a team that is constantly underrated. Now, it's not only just the Gophers team that's underrated, but sometimes Coach Fleck can get a little slack as well. So we're going to talk about Coach Fleck being on the Dodd Trophy watch list. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to tell you what it is and why it perfectly it's perfectly symbolic of what Coach Fleck has done here with the Gophers program. That's how we're going to wrap this one up. Coming up next, definitely tap in.
All right, y'all. So we're talking about the Dodd Trophy watch list. Coach PJ Fleck was officially named on that watch list of 21 coaches in the entire country. So of 131 coaches out there, head coaches in Division I FBS football, Coach Fleck was named to the top 21 for this watch list. Now, the watch list was created through a selection process by the Bobby Dodd Coach of the Year Foundation and the Peach Bowl, taking in consideration multiple facets of the program. So it's not only how the team's doing on the field, but you've got graduation rate, graduation success rate, commitment to service, charity in the community, and projected success for 2023 and academic progress rate. So that's what it is all taking into account. Now, what the trophy is, it's probably the most coveted coach of the year award because it holds coaches to a higher standard of commitment beyond their team's success on the field. It takes into account everything they're doing, how they're helping these men be young men, growing them into upstanding citizens who are going to be better for the world. That is what this is about. It's not just about football, but how you are building a life program, which is what Coach Coach PJ Fleck always says that he wants the Gophers to be. So you're talking about the involvement in the community and the student athletes and achievements in the classroom on top of the success on the field. That is the true embolic nature of the Dodd Award. Now, this really does define what Coach Fleck has brought to Dinkytown, in my opinion. Now, love him or hate him, because you know what? There are people on both sides of that spectrum. That's not a question that he he, he is symbolic of what this trophy stands for, because the Gophers' academic standard has improved since he's been here. 2019, the Gophers football team posted the best cumulative GPA in history at 3.11, but that wasn't good enough. They went in 2021, and they beat that and set an even higher one of 3.30. And that is only, it's the Gophers have had the best academic success in their history with Coach PJ Fleck as a football team. That shows you right there. That's one standard, one pillar of what they talk about. But it isn't just that. The community outreach has improved. The the donations, I just saw the Casey O'Brien uh, or uh uh, fundraiser donation, it had reached like $1.4 million. Like they are out there, they're out there grinding, helping in different facets. They've got the partner with the Masonic Children's Hospital. They've got all sorts of the turkey drive during Thanksgiving. They've got things that they do during the holidays to help donate, help be a part of the community and get out there. You talk about the, the diaper drive that they do every year. They're always trying to find a way to be involved in the community, but also to give back to the community. And that has been ever present during my time here in Minnesota. I've been here for 28 years now, give or take a few years off in different states. But what I'm saying is, this is the most I've ever seen gophers in the community where I see them out more often. I see more things that they're doing. It's very present. And then on top of that, you talk about the recent more inclusion of the alumni and current and encouraging them to return, having more moments where these players can meet up with the alumni. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. coming back, even guys beyond when PJ Fleck was here, coming back and feel, feeling more welcome and included into the Gophers mantra and being a part and a pride proud of this university. You're seeing more and more of that, especially in these last couple of years of them trying to get back more and trying to do more for the alumni. So you see it on the academics, you see it in the community outreach, you see it with the alumni. And then on top of that, I don't have to remind you that the winning is higher than it has been in quite some time. Like I said, I don't have to remind y'all when it came to nine win seasons or better, 
The last three were 2016, 2003, and 1905. Those were the last three prior to Coach Fleck being a coach here. Now, since he's been a coach here, we've had nine plus one seasons in 2019, 2021, and 2022. You can see the difference right there. I don't have to state anything else. That speaks for itself. So if you think there's a shtick with Coach PJ Fleck, if you don't think you don't like that we haven't been to a Big Ten championship game, if you're ticked we haven't beat Iowa, look, there's still something to be extremely proud about. And this watch list was much earned. Now, hopefully this year we turn out another nine plus win season with this opportunistic schedule. If the players are ready to take it on, the fans should be too. And that is speaking to you. So next week, like I said, we're going to talk some what ifs. I think I'm going to post that this weekend. Then we're going to have some hockey talk next week. And then we're going to start soon here getting into each and every opponent that is scheduled on the Gophers schedule. We're going to break down the details you need to know here at Lockdown Golden Gophers. That's going to do it for us today. Row the boat, Sky Yuma, go Gophers as always. And don't forget to hit subscribe.